It's time to add some spice to your nooner. Nooner. (laughs) Funny. This is the place where big-time guests, bold opinions, and little cute doggies come together. This, this is Rothman and Ice. All right, rock and roll time. NFL kicks off tonight, a couple days away from Ohio State and Oregon. It is Rothman and Ice. Anthony Rothman, Matty Ice, Hey CB. Boys, how we feeling? I feel great. I hope you guys are feeling as good as I'm feeling right now because of what you just mentioned. The fact that the NFL is already back. I feel like you and I were just doing our Super Bowl preview show live from my apartment. You up there at Little Turtle. You know, we talk, we talked so much about that Chiefs offensive line and we went the other way. We went the other way. We talked so much talked about it. Talked ourselves out of it. Talked ourselves yeah. out of it. And Tommy gets it done again. And Tommy is leading off tonight. Can't wait, man. Well, I can wait a little bit, only because I mentioned this to CB before the show, that this is a fantasy nightmare for me tonight. I have nobody in the game. I'm rooting against two dudes. They both play on different teams. I hate that. Because, yeah. you know, it's one thing in fantasy when you're going up against a dude and you you just want to keep him off the field. Yeah. That's all you want. Well, I'm going against, you know, Ronald Jones. I'm going against CeeDee Lamb. You know, okay. I've got him coming, you know, on both sides there, yeah. both teams. So I need a nice between-the-20s type of game, stiffen in the red zone, Yeah, maybe some field goals, maybe an uncharacteristic type of game, not a shootout game. That's what I'm hoping for. So I am exactly the opposite of Mm -hmm. every fan. I think I got bad news for you. Big points. I don't know if Dallas' defense is going to offer up much much resistance. So get Micah to just kind of... So one man, he's only one man. Jam it up. He's only one Come man. Come on, jam that thing up. He's only one man. I don't know how I feel about this game for Dallas. We'll get to our picks later. You I know, know how get, you feel. We you got feel a lot like to get it's into. It's going to be a tough road for them. Speaking of tough yeah. roads, you and I were out there, CB, were prepping for the show, and up on the TV popped up one Eli Manning. Hmm. And I told you guys, when this was announced, probably, what, two months ago now, the announcement of Peyton and Eli kind of having their own Monday night broadcast Mm -hmm. on ESPN2 that I thought this was going to hurt the original broadcast, if you will, with Lewis Riddick and company. And I like Lewis Riddick. I think he is really sharp with what he does. But the other day, I was sitting there looking at the ticker at the bottom of the screen, and I saw the graphic they put up there about Eli and Peyton being on ESPN2. And I kid you not, I said... That's what I'm going to be watching. Now, I don't know if there's going to be a ton of people with me on that, but if I had to guess, I think they're going to outdo them this week. I think the ratings are going to be higher on ESPN2 than they are ESPN. All right, so I think the common, the popular opinion is that Monday Night Football, the product has been uh, a lot left to desire over the years. And the Mannings, Manning up, to do this mm. on ESPN2 for the simulcast of MNF that it's I would think people would want to check this out. Now they've they've built it up as very casual. This isn't going to sound like play by play. It's going to actually be more of what the hardcore fan is looking for, which is insight into the games, right? They're talking about like the two of these dudes on two bar stools, you know, watching a game together, mm-hmm. but it's not just two dudes. <laughs> right? Yeah. You've got Super Bowl MVP, so they're not going to be in a booth, and and you know Manning's always funny about you know not can't fit my forehead in the booth anyway. But <laughs> yeah. the fact that the two of them are going to do this is going to be really interesting. I don't know a whole lot about it other than that. They say they're going to have guests on the broadcast, and I know that um, was Aikman going to be one of them. 
Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. A Fox guy popping up on ESPN. I, look, I don't know how that stuff works, but that would be pretty interesting, right? They're supposedly going to rotate dudes in. Okay. I don't know how. That's that's the weird part of it. So it's not going to be a traditional way to watch a game. And so I have no idea what to expect. And so what will happen is it'll be what it's going to be. They're going to probably rotate a lot of a lot of people from ESPN in there. Yeah. A lot of their people that do their NFL Live, that do... Probably Marcus yeah. Spears and some of those guys... I think what I'm anticipating is maybe, you know how when we do the national championship game and they've got all of those different options for you, then they'll have like the, the coaches room or whatever where all those guys are in there breaking down the film. I wonder if it'll look a little like that where it's really obviously not the play by play like you can get on ESPN, but those guys are tapped into the game, but doing a little breakdowns as well. And I think if you get that with the entertainment of the Manning brothers that we've seen for years, I think that's going to be a win for ESPN too. It's a new way to watch the game, right? You're yeah. not going to get a lot of down and distance. You're going to have to just look at the screen and see what it says. You know, third and two. You're not going to get. They have this many timeouts left. Like It'll I don't probably think be you're up get... on the screen. You know, Correct. we'll be able to see it with our own eyes. All that stuff, yeah. right? That you normally get spoon fed yeah. on a regular broadcast because it just that's what you've listened to. That's what you've experienced for years. This is going to be really unstructured. It's going to be really casual. I think they're going to be kind of jokey. They've got the natural chemistry being brothers, and so there'll be something there more freewheeling, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering if it's going to be more shtick and less analysis, and maybe we'll like that, or will will we come out of it kind of yearning for, I wish they would have given us more, because I think what we've gotten used to with Romo, and there was, it was, you know, at first it was this incredible new magician that you were, mm. you've never seen these yes. tricks before, David right? Yeah, we've never seen these illusions before <laughs> right. with Tony Romo, like predicting plays. <laughs> this guy's there. This is what they're going to run. I liked it. And he, right. Yeah. But eventually it was almost like, you know, when you watch football, it's supposed to be quote unscripted. Yeah. It's sports. Right. Well, what Tony Romo was doing <laughs> was actually scripting it for Spoiler you. Spoiler alert. And so, <laughs> right. You were when you're watching this movie, yeah. he was telling you almost not how it was going to end, mm-hmm. but every play before it happened, and it actually got a little old where people didn't want him to start doing that. Like yeah. just filtering in every now a and too then. Too much, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I liked it. I think that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of times fans and people that watch the games casually let the game come to me a little bit. I don't need to have everything. Yeah. Let the game breathe a little bit. Yeah. Most announcers are praised when they let big moments speak for themselves. And so yep. now we're in this new era of, and, and by the way, the traditional broadcast, it's no longer Madden and Summerall. It's no longer this these legendary broadcasters that were Monday Night Football, but they were also in an era that it was king. We didn't have everything seven days seven nights a week right where you're getting commentary all the time like money and football was something really to look forward to mm-hmm. we still look forward to it it's just in a different way because yeah. it kind of caps off the week yeah. rather than begins the week i got a text from our guy threes james said he's watching the manning brothers as well and the reason why i loved the romo stuff so much is because for us as fans it's taking us into the mind of a guy that can break down the game the way we can't. They see it differently than we can. We see things and we can understand the flow of the game, but those guys in breaking down plays before they happen, especially in a quarterback's mind, has always been fascinating. And I love every single second of it. And I have to imagine Peyton and Eli are going to do a little bit of that, and especially Peyton 
being one of the greatest to ever do it. Like, that's what I want to hear from him. I know he's done some really good stuff with ESPN Plus breaking down quarterbacks over the last couple of years, which has been pretty cool. I've caught a couple of those. But another guy I can't wait to see is, do we get a little Drew Brees this weekend over on NBC? I had to no imagine point. he's going to, I don't know. I had, I'm Breezy curious. like Sunday morning? I'm curious, right, to see what Drew Brees is going to be looking like this weekend. I know Maria Taylor's over there, so they got a couple new faces. <laughs> but, yeah, we got all-time yeah. great quarterbacks that we're going to be hearing from on a weekly basis up there in the booth. Now, I, I don't know if Brees is going to be in the booth or if he'll be in studio, but we know he signed that deal with NBC. So you're going to get Steve Levy, Louis Riddick, and Brian Greasy. So that's not going to check a ton of boxes for people as far as star power, right. but it will be a standard call of the game which a lot of people like and a lot of people are used to. I think you'll do a glance Armstrong over on the other deal. So for 10 weeks a season, it's not all 17, right? The Mannings are going to talk about the game, talk ball. Um, It's almost a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering whether the game is almost going to be not background, but that the game itself doesn't have to take the the lead the entire night. That's what I'm curious so to be, see. Supposedly they're going to be interviewing celebrities, bringing people on. Um, there's going to be there'll be more alternate broadcasts as the TV networks kind of transform into streaming. Yeah. We, you know we know that. You know how much I love that, and and everything gets streamed, which not a huge fan of, but I know where we're going. So this whole like where Monday Night Football kind of had a monopoly on eyeballs and ears. Yeah. It's just not that way anymore. People are consuming the games differently. And so now, you know, you're getting... But the fact of the matter is, and I think you said it right, is it's the guys that are doing it. it I think it, it has a chance to have... It's not just, a, quote, former players. Right. It's Eli yeah. and Peyton. Yeah. Super Bowl winners. One of them, a lock Hall of Famer. I think Eli will probably get there, too. And hopefully, AR, this has a little bit of a, like a stepbrothers vibe. You know what I mean? To where we get these guys. Well, just, you know the ESPN commercial where they're walking down the hallway. Right, and, I've talk, and I've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. This is, by the way, if you ever want to, if you want to look this up on yeah. YouTube, the yeah. Eli Manning, Peyton Manning commercial, and he's, and, and uh, Peyton's, uh, Eli's flicking him in the ear, or whatever, walking down, and, right. and Archie's looking back like, hey, shut up, idiots. We're going home. <laughs> And it's a great commercial. Yeah. But Peyton, I think, rears up with that backward kick right up <laughs> into great. the nether region <laughs> of his brother. It is painful to watch how mm-hmm. he did. By the way, this wasn't just hitting like the outer and the top part. This mm. was going North. deep dive. Wow. Check it out. And you'll see what I mean. Okay, I'll have to I'm run that back. I'm surprised the Eli didn't quote go down on that. One. I'll have Get to run injured. it back. I'll yeah. have to run that back. I enjoy that commercial. They yeah. did a like a documentary on NFL Network about he, Eli, and David Cutcliffe from Duke. You know, he's the quarterback yeah. guy. They always work together. And there's one scene where the three of them are sitting in a room just watching some film or their practice or whatever. And Eli's sitting right next to Peyton. And he's getting on his nerves on purpose with this bag of chips. And he's just ruffling the chips and chewing as loud as he can mm-hmm. with his mouth open and everything. And that's what I love about those guys, man. And if they bring any sliver of that over to that broadcast with their through-the-roof knowledge of football already, I mm-hmm. think ESPN2 has something good on their hands. I wanted to ask you and CB something real quick. I want to change one of my awards. Is this allowed? From yesterday? I, I thought about this all night. It's not only allowed, it's encouraged because I feel like... My leap to Stafford is something I'd like a redo on. Okay, well, let's do a little redo. As far as like MVP goes. Because last night, I was scrolling through the TV and I came oh, across... with the music? 
Yeah, they're running back. A seat filler. I'll put the tuxedo back on real quick. And I saw this highlight package of one Miles Garrett. And I said to myself... Who did you take for defensive player of the year? We both took Chase Young. Oh, we did, right. But when I saw Miles Garrett, this highlight package, him in the basketball gym just shredded up with this 12-pack and triceps to the roof, I'm saying, did I make a mistake? Did I make a mistake? You didn't make a mistake. What we, what happens with these predictions is it's tough. You don't want to go with chalk. It's like picking the NCAA tournament. Yeah, right. It's not fun. <laughs> like It feels like, okay, well, that's what everybody's saying. Right. So I might as well say something else. It's like when we predict our winners, it's so hard to pick away from the favorites. Yeah. Because A, you don't want to get it wrong. B, you don't want to look stupid. Right. But there is part of it saying, well, if I get this right, I'm going to look amazing. It'll feel great. And the odds. But... Okay, so that's why, and not that Chase Young wasn't one of the big four that we had. He's going to be there at the top. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. All right. Before we kick off tonight, before the season starts, the only thing I'm going to change is I'm going to go with Miles Garrett as Defensive Player of the Year. And really, what swung me back that way is the team success. I think Cleveland's Mm -hmm. team success as a whole will will have them up there in the narrative world, if you will, which matters when it comes to awards. So I'm going to roll with. uh, Give me Miles Garrett for Defensive yeah. Player of the Year. You want to change? I'm not going to change that one. I'm going to stay with Chase Young because okay. I think this year two leap for him is yeah. going to be just it's a, gonna be serious. a say quantum leap. It's going to be a problem. And, I mean, he had seven and a half sacks as a rookie. Everyone expects him to get the double digits. I certainly do. Yep. I think you do. Me too. Um, he is now the face of that defensive unit mm-hmm. with the WFT. And... I think he is elite as elite gets. Yeah. It doesn't make him better than Miles Garrett. And so you're right about one thing. If the Browns live up to their hype, the defense will be a big part of it, and he will be a monster part of it. And you're right, the awards have to come along for the ride. And the running yeah. mates in Washington, I think, are a little better along that mm-hmm. defensive line than Cleveland. I mean, wait and see Mo with Tack McKinley and Jadavion Clowney, but Montez Sweat, like, that's a name that oh, could pro- maybe get close to 10 sacks himself. So hey. Chase Young's going to be a problem all yeah. year and for the remainder of his career. But for right now, I think this may be Miles Garrett's year. Yeah, I, I I went with Stafford as the MVP because I think if they, but tough division. Um, I I'm kind of buying into the preseason narrative that McVay is going to throw a lot. Yeah, I'm with you to this offensive power that the Rams have. I I went with Stafford because of that reason. I was going to pick Josh Allen because Ooh, yeah, like with that. you know. With Digstown and Can You Digs It Ooh. and all that. I, Is that I just, Booker T right there? I feel like. Can You Dig It, sucker? Can You Digs It. Uh, everyone thinks, by the way, they're pass first. He can run. Everybody knows. So I'm going to do a slight pivot. Come on. I like slight, it. As long as you open, as long as you cracked all, open the door. All good with me. So give me Josh Allen as the MVP. Okay. All right. Fair with, enough. With Stafford still having a, a very, very good year. I'm good with um, a big dog. Quarterback started a streak of winning every MVP award and that since like 2013. Yeah. So I'm never going to go away from the quarterback. Um, most of the MVPs have been all-time greats. Mm-hmm. Banning, Brady, Rodgers, Country Roads, Ooh. take Mahomes. Ooh. He's one of them. But the list of winners also includes Cam Newton mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan um, guys have had very good careers, and that's why I kind of went with Stafford with all that talent around him. But like the it. running ability of Allen, mm-hmm. the dual threat ability, 
And if they do what people think they will do, win the division and go back to the AFC title, I think Allen gets it. And I like your pick. And like you said, you know, even over Mahomes. And like you said about the Rams, you know, you look at Buffalo, one of the top, you know, passing teams in the league last year. And I can't imagine that's going to change too much. Their running backs don't really love that situation. And I love their weapons. So, yeah, number 17 up in Buffalo. Won't be surprised if he's that dude. All right, we'll come back, talk about more about the game tonight. Also, uh, Buckeyes get some news on a transfer, whether he will be eligible or not. We'll tell you about that next. Rothman and Ice on the fan. From the coach's mouth to your ear hole, the Kevin Stefanski Show. Presented by Pins Mechanical. Friday night after high school football, the fan. Hello. They both like to go to raves with the Bosa brothers. Here's Rothman and Ice. All right, welcome back, Rothman and Ice. We'll do our NFL picks here, bottom of the hour against the number. Want to let you know you can join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with myself and the former national champion, Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash for your favorite tailgate refreshments. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by TNT Equipment, Capital City Concrete, White Claw, and Jack Daniels. We'll see you on Saturday. And if you don't have cash, Maddie will cover you. I got you. I'm he, coming with the whole bag of ones. He's good for it. Well, yeah, we know that. <laughs> we know why, too. <laughs> kind of late in the week to have, although maybe you're stocking up for the weekend. Ready, yeah? That's the thing. <laughs> Maddie's got the bankroll. It's fat. <laughs> oh, Big Bill's on top. Why you got a five? Why you put the five there? Big Bill's on top, hey, baby. Man. I learned from Randy Moss. Straight cash, homie. Mm. Uh, all right, so little news today. People were waiting to hear about the USC transfer linebacker to Ohio State. Is it Paula EA, now Teo Tay? Pretty close? Sounded pretty good, um, man. That's pretty strong. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, thanks, fellas. Uh, USC transfer. He's a mm-hmm. former five-star prospect. And... He came in, he's been paying his own way, and hopefully getting a chance to play for Ohio State. Uh, that's why he transferred, um, and he had to apply to get cleared. Most of us thought he was going to get cleared. It, you know, he, this is a kid who had, I think it was a, was it a concussion that knocked him out for most of that season? I believe so. I think it was. Yes, I believe And so uh, they were waiting on him. He peeled with an NCAA waiver. Uh, nothing had been specified by the NCAA, but he was denied today. And so, as expected, we're all upset for him. Um, and we'd like him to get an answer that makes sense because he was caught in the switches. He was caught in the middle before the rule change yeah. on the one free transfer because I think he hit the portal in December. Mm-hmm. And obviously the rule didn't change. We're moving forward into a lot of this. Now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I, I, I don't, you know, what the rules were before should not be just wiped away because they changed. Um, but for his specific instance, I'm a little surprised. I really am because they've, they've cleared other things. People have already brought up examples of, uh, you know, a grown man and J.R. Smith going back to college to play golf. Phenomenal story, and, by the way. Yeah, it's a very good story. <laughs> phenomenal. Um, won two NBA championships, made millions, <laughs> and he's a freshman walk-on for the team. He loves golf, and, man. And the NCAA cleared him to play. Yeah. It's the ultimate back-to-school. So um, it's it's pretty amazing. Guy's 36 years old. He's going to play college golf. Um, it's going to be, as they say, fun. <laughs> and 
So now a different environment from yeah. playing in front of, you know, 100,000 people and playing, you know, golf for him. So, but he loves the game and he's going to get a chance to do it. And hopefully <laughs> he won't play shirtless or maybe people hey, are hoping he'll play shirtless. Why not? Um, and so if he gets approved, then what do we, what do, why, yeah. why did this kid not? So I'm, <sighs> I'm looking forward to hearing what, what their reasoning is right. for this. Um, whatever it is, it's not going to probably sound good to anyone. Right. But he entered the portal. He, he played a couple games, had the season ending in, uh, concussion, and now he can't play. Now he's got to sit out. Not the greatest look no. for the NCAA. I understand the timing of it, you know, the techni- technical ruling on this when you look at the timeline of it and kind of understand it. But like you, you just laid out, you know, the J.R. Smith situation, this type of deal here where we still need some more of the details, you know, with the eligibility and all of that stuff. And Coach Day, and look, he's not happy about it. And I totally get that. Um, but now when you, you know, you zoom out for one second and look at, you know, what type of impact this is going to have on the team. I, I don't know. I know they got a lot of depth there in that D line in that linebacker room. So he's going to be a good player. I really think that eventually he's going to be a guy that we hear from. And, you know, you would like for him to be out there right now with Jack Sawyer as two young guys really getting their feet wet and getting some valuable reps and. Uh, but this is just a uh, an unfortunate holdup for the NCAA, and they're going to get dunked on for this. And I understand people wanting to dunk on them for this because the NCAA is always all, all over the place with some of the things that they do. Uh, but we just got to be in wait and see mode on this. It, but it's definitely a head scratcher, no, no doubt about it, because it's it's very vague right now. They'll they'll appeal it, Ohio State. Hopefully yep. they'll win it for them. But you wonder why you have to appeal it, why it would have to take that. Um, I just they were so inconsistent on the stuff that you know when when guys are doing it right, yeah, and then some that just sound so far fetched that they don't want to deal with this. I don't know whether they're just taking one last bite here because they can or not. Yeah. So no clue, and we'll have to wait. Feel bad for him. This yeah. is this uh, this comes off as very stupid, mm-hmm. and so I don't know what the deal is. Especially the part where he's paying his own way, right? You know, all that stuff. He just That stuff. Come on, let, let's get that figured out. All right, we'll come back. We'll figure out the NFL games, big games against the number, opening week. Want to get off to a good start? We'll do it next. Rothman and Ice on the fan. Sports, conversation, and sometimes pure stupidity. Awesome, funny, random. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. Ohio sports destination. Hey. Rothman and Ice NFL Picks. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. And the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, here we go. CB? All right, let's kick off week one. Tonight's game, you'll go down to Tampa Bay. They're hosting the Cowboys. Tampa Bay's the favorite in this game. Nine points, Maddie. Tampa's laying nine. Nine. Jump from seven and a half to nine. Dang. Uh-huh. Well, it's a big number. The elephant in the room is Zach Martin. Don't think he's going to be there. And Todd Bowles, he's cranking up the heat. And Dominican Sue, Vita Vey in the middle of that defensive line, I think they're going to try to apply so much pressure to that area. I'm worried about Dak a little bit. I don't know how that ankle's going to respond. I got Brady and company, and I'm laying the points. Yeah, I'm going to lay the points, too. I think the line only really deserves to be more than a, just more than a touchdown. It's, it's a little more than that, but... You know, if Dallas's defense, they're a work in progress, we don't know. If Martin was playing, maybe you'd think they could go toe to toe with them offensively. 
Um, I, I just don't know what to expect there. They were really overmatched last year. They got a more a successful, more proven coordinator this year in Dan Quinn. But uh, I'm going to be wait and see. This game we're in Dallas. I, I'd feel differently about it. By the way, a lot of home teams I'm probably going to be slanting to with fans being in the stands. The atmosphere be being yep. different than last year. So give me Tampa as well. All right, moving to Sunday. You have the 1 o'clock game starting off down in Atlanta. They're going to host the Eagles. I am going to go. Atlanta's favored by three. Favored by three. You know what? I'm going to take those points and roll mm-hmm. with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Jalen Hurts is going to be a, a surprise for some people because I think people are doubting his consistency, and I think that's fair. But I think with the Eagles finally being healthy, at least for week one, I like where they're at. So I'm going to take the points, and I think the Eagles win this thing outright. Boy, Atlanta's ceiling is probably a little higher than Philly's, but not by much. Right. Arthur Smith, new coach, did some great things with Tennessee's offense. No doubt. Uh, They've got some proven veterans. Uh, They are at home. They're only lane three. But I've got to go with my heart here and hope that the Eagles can can stay close with Jalen Hurts. He probably should have a good game against that defense. Right. Defensive backfield. So I'll take the three as well. Big game up in Buffalo. The Bills will host the Steelers. Bills minus six and a half. Um, I'm going to take the points, but I think Buffalo is going to win the game. I think this game is mm-hmm. going to be a pretty doggone good game. I can't wait to see this new look offensive line for Pittsburgh. Buffalo, can they offer up more resistance defensively than what they did a year ago? I'm going to take the points, though. Well, you'd love Pittsburgh to become available at plus seven somewhere. You'd feel yeah. much better about that than the six and a half. Uh, we don't know about T.J. Watt yet. <sighs> right. You know, it sounds like a game where you would take the points because neither one of these rosters really had a whole lot of turnover. Mm-hmm. But at home, a lot of hype about Buffalo. Ben coming back. Dudes jumping through with, tables I'm, in pregame. I'm taking Buffalo. I think they, they'll probably win by a touchdown okay. or more. All right, it's a revenge game for Sam Darnold. The Panthers are going to host the Jets. Revenge game for Robbie Anderson, too. Don't sleep on that. What's the spread on this, big dog? Spread on this Carolina minus four. I'll lay lay the points a row with Carolina. I like that. Yeah. Jets, you know, certainly have a a, a pretty good hire there with Sala, and you have to feel like there's going to be something there down the road. Um, Boy, four points. I saw this at like five and a half a while back. Um. Whew, yeah, give me Carolina. It's just a safer play. All right, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to host your Vikings. Mm. Vikes minus three now. What do you got? I war- yeah, I warned you guys against taking them. They haven't been very good against the spread. But, you know, it's not like everything coming out of training camp for Cincinnati has wowed us. And it might be a little bit of a wait and see on Burrow to make sure he can plant and go and all mm-hmm, that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You think he's there mentally, but you won't know. Um, it's one of those games where I really want to take the points with Cincinnati. Then do it. And I'm going to do it. Uh, hopefully the Vikes squeak it out, but I'll take Cincy and the, the, as a home dog. Zimmer coming back. Mm-hmm. Coming back to the Natty. Their defense was not very good last year. He is going to make sure that's right. Good. I don't love... Trey Wayne's being out in this game, especially with your dudes coming mm-hmm. in, Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Don't love that. So I am going to, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm laying the points and I'm rolling with your guys. All right, the Colts are going to host the Seahawks at 1 o'clock. Seahawks minus 3. Minus 3. 
We got Carson Wentz going. He's going to be good to go in week one. I'm going to lay that and roll with Seattle. It's not enough points to take them. Yeah, I mean, whatever their injury situation, even if it's better, um, they've got some stuff on the offensive line. That's troubling to me, even if Wentz plays. Seahawks are healthier. Um, they just got game breakers, so give me Seattle as well. All right, next up, it's going to be the Lions hosting the 49ers. 49ers favored by 7.5. Yeah, 49ers are going to remind some folks who they really were. The 2019 version, not the 2020 version. Sorry, Detroit, you might get ran this weekend. I'm laying them. This seems like one of those games where certainly you'd want to lay the points. It doesn't sound like enough for me, even though it is in Detroit. It's just got one of those feelings. Um, I, I mean, are they explosive enough to be laying seven and a half on the road? It's a key number, so it's, it doesn't make me feel overly comfortable uh, with that extra hook. But I'll roll with San Fran as well. All right. You, I don't know if you want to watch this game. It's going to be the Texans hosting the Jaguars. Jags minus three on the road. Urban's a road favorite to start out his NFL career. Houston is going to be bad. They, are, bad. they should be really bad. Yeah. And this doesn't seem like enough points. I, I'll take Jacksonville and lay the three. I'm with you. I think T-Law is going to spread it around to those weapons that they have. Can't wait to see what Carlos Hyde looks like now that there's no Travis Etienne. Uh, in, in the mix, I think Herbs in his debut, he goes one to know. Not good for the Robinson fantasy owners. Yeah, you got that right. All right, potentially a high scoring game between the Titans. They're going to host the Cardinals. Titans minus three at home. I'm going to lay them. I'm going to roll with the Titans. This is the offensive unit I'm probably most excited to see with the, the addition of Julio Jones. Their defense left a lot to be Ooh. desired last year. Awful. It was a complete mess, right? Uh, but I, I think at home. With the vibe that they'll have, I'm going to lay them and uh, roll with the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to take them. I want to wait and see on the Titans. They, they could have one of the worst defenses around, so the offense is really going to have to carry them. I want to see what Kyler Murray can do, mm-hmm. healthy and ready to go. So I'll take those three with the cards. Washington football team is going to host the Chargers. Chargers minus a point and a half. I'm going the other way. What's up with Austin Eckler? Wow. I saw yesterday I saw he's out there on the sideline with a hammy like you just mentioned. So, look, I know Herbert's hot in the streets. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I want him to do well. But what do they look like without one of their key guys? That's a big question for me. I think this defense is going to be a problem coming out out of our nation's capital. Give me the Washington football team. Yeah, it's nearly a pick em here, and I'm going to take them at home as well. Their defense looks like it's going to be really, really good. Now, can they match up with that Charger offense? Um, I don't. I think they can. I think Allen and Young and that, that group is going to get after it. We don't know about the quarterback situation with Fitz on whether he'll be Fitz Magic or Fitz Tragic. Mm. We'll find out, but I'll take the home team in that one. All right, your 425 CBS game. It's going to be the Chiefs hosting the Browns. Chiefs minus six. AFC Championship preview is what CB told us. This game's going to be tighter than that. Cleveland showing Mm up. I'm going to take the points and Mm -hmm. roll with the Brownies. But I think the Chiefs get it done. There's the hype train is coming in, and it's coming in at full speed. Right, not a lot of seats left on that. There certainly is a team that can send the hype train off the rails. If there was a team, that would be Kansas City. Yeah, but they're going to have a lot to deal with. Now, does Cleveland have the pass defense to stop Mahomes? They better have the pass rush to get after well, him. Well, real and quick, we'll f- AR, that's where I'm watching, is in the mm-hmm. trenches. This new-look offensive mm-hmm. line for Kansas City versus CB's new-look guys up front, Tack McKinley and company, and Clowney, they got to win that matchup, man. Dude, if I don't know who's going to win the game, I'm certainly going to take the six. Put me down for the orange and fudge. All right, your other 425 game, the Saints... 
technically hosting the Packers. Yeah. Packers minus four and a half. I'm going to lay them and roll with Rodgers. This is going to be the uh, revenge tour of all revenge tours. What? You know, Devontae came out and said, no way they're getting a contract done. So those dudes are going to be locked in. I'm laying them. Yeah, it's kind of a, a really good number here. And um, I, I'm going to take the Packers as well, just based on James coming back first game, all that that's going on there. We just kind of an uncertainty. They won't have the home field advantage. So give me Green Bay. 425 in New England, you'll have Mac Jones facing the Dolphins. Battle of the Bama quarterbacks. That's minus three. Yeah, battle of the Bama quarterbacks. I'm warming up to New England, brother. I mm-hmm. really am. With everything they've got going on, Tua, come on, man. You got to go, but I'm going to lay them and roll with Billy. Yeah, Pat should be back with their defense, you know. Hightower, Van Noy. Um, you and I want to see Tua play well this year. Yeah. We think he can. Yep. But I like this number, and I like New England at home. All right, the return of Saquads. It's going to be the Giants hosting the Broncos. A little squatty. Denver minus three don't know on how, the road. Sorry, don't know how much work he's going to get. Maybe, maybe a pitch count. Who knows with Saquon? I, I wouldn't be mad at that plan, but Teddy coming in, mm-hmm. I think their defense is going to be solid. I think I saw Bradley Chubb is a little nicked up, so that's a major factor for them. But I, I like where Denver's at, especially with Cortland Sutton healthy. I will lay those and roll with the Broncos. I, I agree with you on this. It's a tough number because you're, you know, you're a home favorite. I'm sorry, a road favorite here. Um, you know, there's a lot of optimism that Denver might be able to to get in there. Uh, we'll see what Teddy B doesn't really have the arm to really you know fling it all the way down right, the field, but right. they they may have enough with that defense. So I'll I'll take Denver as well. Your Sunday night game, the Rams hosting the Bears. Rams minus seven and a half. Who's playing quarterback for the Bears? Uh, Andrew Dalton. Yeah, there's my answer. Ra- lay him with the Rams. Thanks, Matt Nagy. Yeah, I mean, this is the Rams are, uh, I mean, will they regress from last year on defense? Maybe a little bit. The offense with Stafford at home Sunday night, prime time. Uh, Bears defense might be able to keep them in this, but um, it would be an unbelievable irony if Dalton played really big in this game and they won with all that everyone's been saying about the field show needs to start Mm -hmm. yesterday. Like me. Um, I will take the Rams as well. And your Monday night game, the Ravens will head out west with Lamar Jackson and Le'Veon Bell and take on the Raiders. <laughs> you see what he did? You see real quick, you see what he did? Loves Bells. He's throwing those little Le'Veon Jackson. Minus four and a half for the Ravens. So the number opened at Ravens minus five and a half, probably where it belongs. And, you know, the Raiders defense, I don't know, that's kind of rebuilt. Yeah. But you guys have had like some... Interesting stuff going on in the preseason with dudes falling left and right. Oh, we got Sammy and, and yeah. Hollywood. I know you They'll do. They'll be healthy. Yeah. They're out there. Um, boy, I really want to take the four and a half here. Then do it. I'm then going to. Yeah, I'm going to take the home the home dog. I'm going to lean on what I said earlier. Some I of these home atmospheres. It's going to be a heavy dose of El Freaky for the Raiders. He'll, he'll take over this game. I'm laying them and rolling with the purple and black. Mm-hmm. NFL picks in the books. All right, we'll come back. Do a little Buckeye Bolton. Get you ready for Ohio State and Oregon as well. Rothman and Ice on the fan. Bo Bishop would like you to know that he was up early this morning. Morning, losers. Polishing his Emmy. Bishop and Laurinaitis. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9. The fan. Rothman and Ice present Buckeye Bolton. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train systems. Including 0% APR for 60 months. All right, Buckeye Bolton time. Luke Whipler, Ohio State Center, got his uh, first career start last week. And obviously that was a big deal for him. And 
you know, when Josh Myers soon to make his debut with the Packers. Yeah, man. Um, so Whipler's the guy, and it's it's interesting because they have multiple dudes on that offensive line, and um, I guess he he found out last Thursday was it that he was going to start, um, and so. Harry Miller was unavailable, didn't travel to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And now he's been, uh, he was day to day. Here's Whipler looking forward to competing against the Ducks. I think Orton's a great team. I think it's going to be a great challenge um, here at the Horseshoe. I'm excited to get the fans back in and see how much they can disrupt this game, see how loud they can get. So uh, I think overall, I think we just got to be, be us. That's all that matters. Like CJ always says, you know, just focus on us. If we can take care of what we need to do, the game will go smoothly. Said the other day he was practicing as if he would start this game, and he's a big dude, right? Redshirt freshman, is he not? I believe he is. Uh, big dude, 6'3, 300. And he calls himself actually that, you know, he's the tiny dude uh, of all these guys. But here he is on the good first start at Mini. Well, I thought it was a great experience. I mean, my first time kind of getting thrown into the fire, I mean, couldn't really handled it um, any better than. Like, kind of just keeping your mind right. I mean, I'm so thankful that I have Coach Studd and all the guys on the old line in my corner, and they really helped me through it. I mean, obviously, you get a little anxiety, you get a little nervous um, before that, and I think that's part of it. And being able to handle that, I mean, Josh Myers reached out, Wyatt Davis, all those older guys that were here last year and kind of know me, and were able to kind of talk me through some of my worries and some things I was worried about going to the game. And I'm just really excited that uh, how it went, that we got a win, got out of uh, Minnesota 1-0. Not an awesome night to get your first start at center, right? With the rain coming down and all that. Right. And certainly everything wasn't perfect right. for him. But he still graded out a champion. And they got 500 yards of offense. And they scored five touchdowns of 50-plus yards or more. So um, It's a lot on his plate, man. You know, there's a lot totally, on his plate. In on that, the road. Yeah, right. In that type of situation. And, you know, we hear all the time how much responsibility falls on the center to, you know, identify which way the line's going, identify where the Mike linebacker is and all that type of stuff. So to have the battery there, if you will, of the center and quarterback be young guys that hadn't had to do that um, for them to respond in the way they did, but more importantly for them to bounce back the way they did, I think it's really impressive for, for both Luke and CJ to now have their feet wet and get some of that, you know, get some of the flaws out of the way and all that, man. I'm sure they're very confident right now as we sit here just a couple of days out from a very big game. Huge game uh, against the 12th-ranked Oregon Ducks. Yep. And Travion Henderson, who got the uh, the big touchdown there at the end, and he carried it only two times uh, for 15 yards, but he did have that one catch for 70 yards mm. and the score. And like C.J. Stroud, uh, the young one that had to uh, calm his nerves before last game. Way before the game, I was a little nervous, doing a lot of thinking and stuff like that. But like, I just started thinking to myself, like I put a lot of work in um, since I got here, so like all that work. It got to pay his off to, um, on that day, and it did. He enrolled in January. Yeah. Uh, with, with the rest of the Baker's dozen on that 2021 recruiting class, and he was really good. Mm-hmm. And he's a five star prospect. He was the nation's number one ranked running back, according to 24 7 Sports. Uh, he did not play a senior season of high school football when Virginia moved their fall sports season to the spring as a result of COVID. I don't know if people remember that. But so to come in here, um, you know, he won a state title in high school, but had been been uh, waiting, waiting yeah. for his chance. 
They did ask him about, you know, Mayan's first touchdown run and whether they thought it actually was a busted play, according to Mayan. We didn't know he ran the wrong play to, uh, I don't know, I just, until he got back to the sideline and told us. So it turned out, it turned out big. That's hilarious. Make something out of nothing. Isn't that what it's about on the playground? Hey, bros, I just went the wrong way and still got to the paint. Unbelievable. You know, I'm glad that, you know, Travion had that that huge play. It reminded me a little bit of, you know, what we saw from J.K. in his first game to where he's making all these splash plays and all these jump cuts against the Hoosiers a few years ago. And we saw, okay, this is why he's being talked about so much. And in that play where he's that third and five last week where C.J. dumps it off to him and, he takes it to the crib. I'm sitting there saying, okay, I see why they're hyping this guy up or he's been hyped the way he has. So you could see the talent. I can't wait to see uh, week in and week out him continue to get better and better as a player. But that moment for Coach Alford to have that amount of trust in that freshman, uh, that that lets me know that they are ready to uh, allow him to eat. And uh, I think he's going to do a lot of eating. Buckeye still favored by 14 and a half. Probably will stay there to kick off depending on whether Thibodeau plays or not. I assume that that number's kind of baked into him giving it a shot. I, yeah. I don't it's it's kind of weird, right? If he does play, what happens to that number? I don't I don't think it crosses the key. I don't think it gets back to 13 and a half, but who knows. Can't wait to see, man, you know, how they go about changing up their assignments on this offensive line without them. That's going to obviously make their job a lot easier, but that's, I have to imagine, be a little bit more of a challenge for the guys on Oregon's defense without him because without Kayvon, you know, soaking up those double teams and everything, uh, there may not be clear lane. So I'm sure they got a plan for both, uh, but no doubt, man, he is a major factor in this one. That'll do it for today's Buckeye Bulletin. All right, Sports Center update here, top of the hour. Maddie and I come back and go through our predictions for the NFL. <clears throat> Name our Super Bowl winner. All that next. Rothman and Ice on the fan. If it's Buckeye football you crave, you've come to the right place. And if it's day drinking you crave, you've also come to the right place. The fan, Ohio sports destination. Most shows just skim the surface, but Rothman and Ice feel like the biggest story of the day deserves a closer look. It's time for a deeper dive. Sponsored by United Dairy Farmers. Miss filling up before gas prices went up? Get UDF slow price lock with U Drive. All right, back at it, final hour. Kickoff tonight. Mm. Cowboys, Buccaneers, mm. defending champs. Mm. Zeke behind a Zach Martinless offensive line. Tommy, ready to go. Real quick, we'll get back to that in one second. Well, let oh, me yeah. let you know oh, you that you can your... join the fan <laughs> for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with myself and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash for your favorite tailgate refreshments. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by Kohler and Buckeye Power Sales, Pepsi Zero, and Corona. We'll see you on Saturday. You mentioned Zeke, man. What Zeke do we get, right? It's a, he's in the best shape of his career, I think. It's what they told us. I guess he's been saying or you know, it's been touted that this is the lightest he's been since he's been here at Ohio State and all that stuff. And... To me, I've seen it with my eyes. He hasn't, to me, probably been in the best shape. Not terrible shape, but from what we've seen in him in the past, it hasn't really looked like that. So um, he's such a major factor to what they want to do, and especially 
when you want to balance out that attack that they can have. If they can create a little balance there, I think Dallas really becomes a frightening team, especially on that side of the ball. Well, certainly on that side of the ball, and it's it's a very winnable division. Uh, the matchup between them and Washington is going to be great this year. We'll see if uh, Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley can make some noise. Yeah. Uh, this is Jalen Hurts' team now, and so we find out what they have. I know Romo's called them a surprise team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all in wait-and-see mode on them. The logical pick certainly is the Cowboys. We'll go through our divisions. Uh, we'll name our wild-card teams. We'll pick our championship games and... Yes, we Uh-oh. have to name a Super Bowl winner. I don't know if we're going to go with our hearts or our heads. Mm. We'll see. All right, let's do it. Mm. Under a slate gray sky, mm. a ragtag group of renegades. Mm. AFC East, going Buffalo. Okay. Allen and Digstown. Can you digs it? Digs in a blanket. Here we go. They play the AFC South and the NFC South. And I like them this year. It makes sense. They are the favorites. They should be with Tua and Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. The Bills don't win that division. To me, it's a major upset. They got such a good team. They got so many dudes coming back. Man, they are absolutely special, man. That offense is going to be legit. A little concerned about their running game. But when you got Josh Allen, a lot of things are possible. But with that being said... I'm taking my talents to, to New England. Give me the Patriots <laughs> winning the AFC East this year. I'm rolling with mac and cheese. I think their defense is going to be lights out. I think they're going to have one of the best old lines in the league. I love the formula of them going back to their two tight ends, which has worked for them in their past. I'm in, man. I'm buying the hype. You know what you just did? You just gave my boy the Coach of the Year award that I named yesterday. That's it. Discount Belichick. Oh, my goodness. Joe Belichick yourself. That's fine. Matty Hayes, outstanding. I'm going with the pass. Great. He just got coach of the year. If he takes them to the playoffs and wins that division and upsets Buffalo with the rookie quarterback. He's too accomplished. It's like urban here. Joe Belichick yourself. I'm going with the the pass, big dog. Uh, We move along, and we go to the AFC North. Wow. I thought we were going to say that for last. All right. We can if you want. We can go to the South. Give me the Colts. Okay. Give me the Indianapolis Colts. I know there's a lot of question around Carson Wentz. T.Y. Hilton, not going to be around for a while, but they got work in the trenches. They can create a lot of static in the trenches for other teams on both sides of the ball there. So I'm going to buy what they're selling right now. I am going to go with the Colts winning the AFC South. Went over their schedule yesterday on this show. They can be very good if Wentz is very good. This is one of the closer divisions to pick between those two teams. Uh, I'm going to remember the Titans. I mentioned it yesterday. I absolutely love the offense. Very concerned about the defense, but Julio think you are. I hope he thinks he's a a really good player uh, for that team. I like Tanhill. I always have. And so I'm going to go with Tennessee. Give them the edge in the South. AFC West. Going chalk course yeah we're both chances i mean they got offense for days frank the tank clark we'll see what he does and it's kansas city now there there could be an upstart there with the chargers sure i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just throw them away because i think they're gonna certainly gonna be a wild card team that rebuilt offensive line what they have at quarterback but yeah kansas city wins the west afc north all right let's head up to the north for you uh, you want me to start? Give you a few more, few no, more I'm seconds. Ready. I'm okay. ready. Jump in. I'm rolling with the dog pound. Wow. I'm rolling with the dog pound. This is their year. Um, look, last year, 
three teams in the AFC North were really solid. Both mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland. When you look at this year's team, how complete they are on both sides. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the love, man. So I, I'm going to roll with the Brownies as the last team standing in the AFC North. They got it all now. They just got to get the results. And it does feel like they have the edge. And this could be the Mayfield of dreams. Woo. Feels like it. And I hope they have a two running back system cooking because I got Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Odell, no. Uh, OBJ. Oh, um, Clowney and company. The hot chub time machine. I think they got it all. And I'm going with the Brownies to win that division. And if they win 13 of them this year, mm. you heard it here first. It's the Baker's dozen. Mm. And it feels like they got 13 wins in them this year. Yeah. Probably win 12. Yeah. And they should. And they've got the right coach. They got the right quarterback right now. They got the defense. If they can if we can see something out of that secondary this year. Yeah, man. Because the pass rush should be able to help the secondary a lot. And now it's just about staying the course and keeping the blinders on and then going through adversity and finding their way as a really hyped contender. Yeah. It's, they were always kind of a feel-good story coming back. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's definitely tilted. Now they have a chance to underachieve, and that's a weird thing for them to wear, but they've embraced it. I'm going with the Browns. I think they are. You can make the case they are the team with the most pressure on them in the NFL this year. You can make a case for the Browns. You want my three wild-card teams? Sure. Baltimore, the Chargers, and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. I'm going with Baltimore and New England and the Chargers. Okay. Lamar, Mr. Jackson, if you're nasty. El freaky. All right. So I got the Titans out. Not buying it. It's all right. Worried about their One defense. One of them had to be out. Yeah, in right. The South. <laughs> right, you're right. Uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm concerned mm-hmm. about that. I, they just were very mm-hmm. bad last year. I don't know if you can make that drastic of a leap mm-hmm. this year. So uh, I'm going to have the Titans out, wildcard teams, Ravens, Chargers, Bills. Yeah. I just picked them because of the quarterback advantage, I felt, versus Indy. But we'll find out. Yep. Uh, NFC, NFC East. I've been hyping this team up since there was snow mm-hmm. on the ground. I'm going to stick with it. Their quarterback situation is going to be a wild ride, but I think their defense is going to be so good that they're going to limit Fitzpatrick's mistakes because they're not going to have him throwing the ball all over the lot. I really am impressed with what Washington did this offseason. I think they're going to have some explosive weeks offensively. They're going to have some eh weeks offensively, but I think when they get in those two key matchups against Dallas, I think they have what it takes to get after them, who's going to be a lot of people's favorite for this division. I'm sticking with my pick. I've had it for months. I'm not backing off now. Give me the Washington football team. Despite what's going to happen tonight, I'm going Dak to the future. Okay. And I'm going to take him. It took him as my comeback player of the year. Yep. And I do believe that Dallas has enough. Their defense, it, it's the it's the polar opposite of Washington. But I'm going to say offense wins this battle. Uh, Zeke in shape. So a little Zeke can destroy. By the way, second easiest schedule um, versus the NFC. They play six teams in the NFC with records of 500 or worse from last year. Mm, wow. So give me Dallas. All right, we move along yeah. and we go to the NFC North. I mean, it's Green Bay. It's yeah, Green Bay all the way. Yeah. Um, you know, this is this is the one now. Bakhtiaria is is he coming back? He has been nicked up, right? Well, I thought he That's had a a, a a leg deal. We gotta right? look into that. Not? Yeah, we gotta yeah. have to look into that. But uh, overall, man, they got one of the baddest dudes walking in the on the yeah. entire planet. And there's nobody so, else you believe uh, in. 
in that division outside of a little bit of the Vikes offense and what the Bears bring to the table defensively until Justin Fields plays. Right. So how there's no way you're right. going against Green Bay in that division. Got to roll with the cheese heads. I'm with you. NFC South. Hold on. CB's oh, got some. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, starting on the pup for the first six weeks, he's still recovering from that ACL tear he right. had late okay. in the season. Right. So okay. that, that'll be something to look for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, something to monitor, no doubt. NFC South. I'm wrong with the champs. Give me the yeah. Bucks. Uh, you look around that division, especially with Michael Thomas being out for you know a handful of games in New Orleans. Can they make enough ground up yeah. or stay in the race, if you will, with him out? That's a question for me. So Tampa's just top to bottom. They're loaded. All 22 starters back. Right, it's incredible. Right. Got to go with Brady Gaga. He's yeah. the man. The real slim Brady. The Brady Antebellum. Where are you getting the these dude, from? The dude looks like a Brady. Where are you getting these from? I've just remembered them all. Off the top of the They're dome. hatched. Told you, man. We need to get you in the booth. Just so spin a couple bars. Give me Tampa. Okay. In that division, it seems more than right. NFC West. I love the 49ers, man. This is a tough division this to predict, is, this isn't it? This is outside of this, and I think the AFC North will probably be the best divisions this year. I just, man, they were so unhealthy last year. In 2019, they were a dominant force, and they're going to have the luxury of dropping in, dropping in a gem of Trey Lance, who I think is going to be a really good player in that system for sure. Offensively, they can get after you with the rushing attack or in the air with Kittle and company. Defensively, Nick Bosa and company are going to be a nightmare. So I just look at that team, man, and I think they're going to be a frightening squad in a frightening division. I get it, but I like the Niners. Go a little off. I don't think it's off the board. I like the Rams. I know they don't have the number okay. one defense anymore, but they may have the number one defender in Aaron Donald. That's right. Um, yeah. right. Stafford's got to live up to the pressure. It's mm-hmm. as pressure filled as the Brownies. And so, give me the Rams. I like this track in the background. And then, and that, so we knock those out. Yep. Wild cards. I have Dallas, mm-hmm. the Rams, and Seattle. So, I have three teams from the NFC West getting in the playoff picture, but my wow. three wild card teams are Dallas, the Rams, and Seattle. Yeah, I had Seattle, Washington, and San Francisco. Okay. All right. There you go. Title games. Title games in the AFC. Is that where you want to go? Sure. I got Browns and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Buffalo and the Chiefs. Okay. I think the I think the Brownies are going to contend. I think they'll be right there. I think this is Buffalo's year to get there. And it's I hate going rematch, but Browns are going to make some serious noise. But I feel safer with Kansas City and Buffalo right now. NFC. I have Tampa Bay Mm -hmm. and San Francisco. Wow. I've got Tampa Bay and the Rams. Okay. You want my Super Bowl? Big one. So I'm going to go with Tampa coming out of the NFC, getting back there. Uh And the only reason why I pick them over the 49ers in the title game is because I think Trey Lance may be playing by then. And I can't see Tom Brady losing to a rookie in a championship game with a chance to go back-to-back again, the same way they did in the early 2000s. And here it comes. So I'm going to go with Tampa coming out of the NFC. And here it comes, folks. And I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns getting to the Super Bowl this year. Dethroning Tommy. They got everything you could want. And then I'll give you my result after you lay out your two teams. My goodness. I'm dreaming of your matchup right now. I thought you were going to say a white Christmas. One time descending. The team that sends Tommy into retirement Uh is the Cleveland. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, What do you got? It's 
a rematch. And this time, Kansas City gets the best of them. And I'm going to take Kansas City and Tampa again. I think they're the best teams. Yeah. And I think the Kansas City did enough on their offensive line. They're battle-tested. Yep. They've been there. They're angry. And they did what they needed to do. It's going to be really tough in the AFC. Tampa, don't want them to get there. <laughs> but I can't think of anybody else in the NFC outside of maybe the Rams could get them because they'd be one step away from doing what they did, playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Right, right. And that would be a great story, too, yeah, cool. if they got to play in their home stadium two years in a row when it never had been done before. Yeah. And so uh, give me Kansas City and Tampa with Kansas City getting revenge. I'm going to roll with Tampa. I, I just... Mm. With the, everything that back they brought to back, back, they're getting their Drake on. They're going back to back on them. It's just, uh, it's. I've tried to go from. I've tried to go away from I it. Know. I promise you, I have. And every time I've thought about the other options, just I they're ro- you were going to go all the way. Their roster, keep, their roster <laughs> keeps smacking me in the face, man. I'm going to go with Tommy. He's going back to back again for the second uh, time in his career. I know it makes you sick. I, see, I no, no, I couldn't get as close as you got. You got the Browns four quarters away yeah, man. against the 44-year-old. And I understand why you couldn't get him all the way there. Yeah. But my feeling is you didn't come this far to only get this far. Yeah, but who are and they going against? I understand. Exactly. And that's probably why you have Tampa <laughs> there because it's really the only logical move. If you get the Browns all the way there and four quarters away, the one team that would be able to take them out it's Tommy. is the big boy in the big one. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Those are the our good picks. news is CB can go to the game now. He yeah. saw he's ready. He's already looking he at the game. He got you into the game. Yeah, man. He got you into the game, Look big at him guy. Smiling. Grin, he's grinning over there. I don't know. What are you grinning at, you ghost? I'm seeing California love over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so there you go, go, man. Set you up for all of the all of everything, I'm man. Not setting anything, anybody up for anything because no, they're getting you picked believe, all over the place. Believe land. They're getting paid. And this that is crazy is, for as a Browns fan for yeah. you to be in this moment right now after all the crap you guys had to go through as a fan base to have this pressure on you, man. But this is what it's about, man. This is it. This is why you become a fan, to have your team be this good and be in these type of conversations. All right. We'll come back, play a little truth. Rothman and Ice on the fan. When that alarm clock goes off, morning juice comes on. The perfect way to dominate your day or just lay around the house. Morning juice. Weekdays at 6. The fan. Insightful and thought-provoking sports conversation for your lunch hour. You're listening to Rothman and Ice. All right, quick moment for my friends over at Jermaine Honda of Dublin.com. You heard me mention them yesterday, as I have been. Uh, they are the best Honda dealer in central Ohio. I know this because I know the people, and I know the product, and I know how they deal with people. And so they have amazing certified pre-owned Hondas. I told you about the brand-new 2022 pilots that they have on their lot um, so they're the dealership that's getting the inventory, and they're ready to make a deal f- with you. Uh, see my friend Jerry over there in pre-owned. He will set you up if you've got a certified dream over there. I know they've got some amazing rides. You hear me talk about them all the time. You can start by looking at your main Honda of Dublin.com. That's the best place to start. Start to see all their new vehicles, which I usually do every day, and start to handpick one for myself. And Maddie Ice, my mm-hmm. co-host. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, got one right here. Twenty-one Pilot 
AWD, all-wheel drive for you at home if you're keeping score. SE stands for Special Edition. You know I love that with the heated steering wheel as we get into the fall and winter months. Uh, they are smooth, they are practical, and they are good-looking. Check them out at GermainHondaOfDublin.com. Go in, say hello to Rich, demand to see him. If he can't see you, demand again, mm. and then I'll come in. It's the closer. GermainHondaOfDublin.com. Truth. Tell the truth with Rothman and Ice. All right, CB. All right, so i got to start with this one because it comes with a funny clip. So we have a funny little interaction between Shannon Sharp and Terrell Owens on the Club Shay Shay podcast. I believe that I have yeah, that that's correct. It, yeah, that's it. And he was asked, T.O. was asked by Shannon Sharp, who would he box if he had the opportunity? And this is what he said. If you had to fight him, who, who would you, who, who would you, who would you, who would you want to fight? I said Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm dead serious. Shannon, I'll knock him out. <laughs> because there'd be so much bent. So, so, but yeah, but so you can't do bent. that. But see, no, no, no. Shannon, I would go in there. I know I'll be controlled. Right. It'll be controlled anger. I'd be like a, I'd be like a, a Navy SEAL. I'd be a Navy SEAL because, you know, they cool come right. under all conditions. But there would be a fire burning inside of me. So you literally try to knock the man out. Clean out, I knock chunky soup from him. <laughs> from, Did you say I'll knock? From, from I'll knock the chunky soup out of him. That's right. That's right. You so, remember those classic commercials with McNabb and his mom? So my question to you is: Is who's going to win this that fight? To versus McNabb? <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need it. So McNabb, I haven't seen him lately. Is he two fifty? I mean, Ooh, he's, I can't imagine right. he's in the same shape as To right all now. All right, so he, yeah, but he's 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 a he can be he's a big guy. Yeah, he's well, a big he's guy. In his, but he's in his, his mid forties. Yeah, but guess what? That gas tank will probably be on E after a few punches. Give me To in a landslide. He's putting him on the on the mat. So To Terrell Eldorado Owens mm. is a little older, probably a little lighter, but not a ton lighter, and probably has an inch or two on him. So now he's talking up a big game. They got real beef. I'd like to see McNabb get angry, though. I mean, there could be some anger there. You can get as mad as you want. Still get knocked out. T.O. may be fit. I just don't know if he possesses the punching ability that McNabb would possess. I'd like (laughs) to see it. McNabb's got some hands. I just think he's he's a little angrier and bigger. Okay. More violent. Well, you heard T.O. He said he'd have controlled anger. All right. Give me T.O. Okay. The truth. It's all right, we have time for one more yep. here. So the Big 12 is set to approve invites from all of the above. It's BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF as of tomorrow. My question to you is: Is which of those four programs would have the biggest football impact for the Big 12? Wait, I mean, is it? I mean, let's not. We're not going to be uh, recency bias here, but Cincinnati's ranked in the top 25 seven times since 2007. Yeah, there you like, go. They've been their on-field results yeah. rival group of five teams. And so you have to go with them. It makes sense for the Big 12. And I mentioned this last week. It makes sense for them. Um, and they, they take on Notre Dame on the road this season. That's a big one. Finished number eight in the country. And they're 31 and six over the past three years, or 32 and six. I so. can't. I can't wait for that Cincinnati Notre Dame matchup with you know former Buckeye yeah. Marcus Freeman running the defense for the Irish. Now he obviously knows those guys very well. That's going to be fascinating to get into. I'm with you, big dog. I'm rolling Cincinnati where they are right now with Fick and how he has that program rolling. It's been absolutely impressive, and I just think year in and year out 
uh, of these teams here, BYU, Cincy, and Houston, and UCF, excuse me, they're going to be the most consistent team up there in those conversations with, you know, top 25, top 15, whatever. I think they'll be that. So I'll roll with the Bearcats. And the truth shall set you free. All right. uh, We come back. Brad Spielberger, pro football focus. Let's get into it. We'll ask him about our picks, whether he agrees with them. Tonight's matchup. Tonight's matchup and whether he actually has uh, the wild of the wildest cards in the NFL. That's next. Rothman and Ice on the fan. Radio. It opens your mind to stimulating conversation and live sports. And best of all, it still costs zero dollars. The fan. Ohio's sports destination. If you're tired of hearing about Maddie's high school baseball prowess, just wait five seconds until Anthony tells stories about his amateur tennis days. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. You're listening to Rothman and Ice. All right, welcome back. Everyone dialed into the NFL kickoff tonight. Bucks and boys. And we bring on Brad Spielberger, salary cap analyst, pro football focus, contributes with OverTheCap.com. We welcome you back to the show. How's it going, Brad? I'm doing well. The season has finally arrived. How about you? Absolutely. We're excited about it. And I'll ask it this way. You get all 22 starters back for Tampa. Uh, How did they do it? And what does it translate in your mind to? Another Super Bowl? I mean, this is so rare uh, this day and age, you got Arians locking everybody down, making sure that they are as focused. It doesn't feel like a team that would go through a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. So how they did it is not to go too into the weeds with contracts and salary cap, but uh, essentially being being frugal in years past enabled them to kind of uh, spend more and, and push more cap hits down the line this year. So excuse me, they were smart in their approach and, and it paid off uh, you know, on the back end. So as for the Buccaneers this year, I think they're the clear favorite in the NFC. They bring back, like you said, the entire roster, great first-round pick, edge rusher Joe Tryon out of Washington. That's been generating a ton of buzz already. Uh, I think they are the clear-cut favorite, and I'm with you. There, there shouldn't be much of a hangover here. You know, Brady, every, every season you get of Tom Brady at this point um, is gravy, so he's not taking a snap off. You know, Brad, tonight for me, I can't wait to see this Dallas offense and what Dak looks like. But more importantly, my eyes are going to go down in the trenches, man, and how they can uh, try to make up for the loss of Zach Martin. When you look at that matchup, Dallas's offensive line without Zach Martin going up against a guy, and you mentioned Joe Tryon and company, like, is there any way they can win against the guys that the Bucks have down there? It's such a massive loss, you know, along the interior of that offensive line for Dallas. Last year, they dealt with missing Martin for a stretch. They were also missing both starting tackles last year, though, in Tyron Smith on the left side, who's you know a borderline potential Hall of Fame guy on the left side, and Lyle Collins, a very good right tackle. So you got to think they're still in a better position week one this year than they were last year on the offensive line. But you mentioned Tryon. I think the big matchup will be Via Vea, big interior defensive uh, lineman for the Buccaneers, Going up against Connor McGovern, who's the backup right guard, that is the mismatch to watch uh, 100% in the trenches uh, tonight. We get fans back in the stands, and certainly uh, home field advantage, uh, to me, will be very huge this year. Um, But let's start with the obvious one where they they hand the league another regular season game, 17. Um, Give me your take on that. I I mean, it's always about staying healthy, right, in the NFL. Does one one extra game, Brad, mean a lot more to you or is it just adding on to something that's already been supersized 
You know, I think like you mentioned, staying healthy is important. And also just there, there's an increased value on depth. So having more guys that you can trust in a pinch aren't going to lose you games in certain situations. When we're talking about Zach Martin, the Cowboys are pretty solid in terms of depth in the offensive line because of what happened last year. Um, so things like that are going to be even more important, in my opinion. There's more opportunity for guys to be lost for a stretch of weeks. There's, of course, now only one bye for each conference in the playoffs, too. So all of these games matter. There are going to be very good teams that are playing down to the bitter end of the season because they can't afford to rest guys because they want that first-round bye in the playoffs and only one team gets it now. So I think I'm with you on the home field advantage will be huge. Getting those fans back in the stands, I think it'll create a big advantage for some teams. But also, yes, health and just general roster depth and turning that roster over and staying fresh is a huge component with that added game. Speaking of rosters, you know, a lot of people, myself included, are very high on this Browns team. I just picked them to get to the Super Bowl to take on Tampa Bay. When you look at uh, what they're going to be bringing to the table this year, I wanted to ask you about their defense and your thoughts on some of the new faces that they brought in. Are you a little worried that that can take some time, or do you think this is going to be a unit that can mesh fairly quickly? I still think it will take some time. That secondary, you take huge steps from last year, I believe. You had John Johnson at safety, who I think is a versatile player. You can put him in any position. He'll excel right away. Same thing with Troy Hill, corner, both those guys from the Rams last year who had the number one defense. I think the names to monitor this year are Greg Newsom, their first-round corner out of Northwestern. Really good player, but of course, always going to be growing pains on the back end. That front seven, though, they took a bunch of steps as well. I love the Malik Jackson addition, interior defender, uh, can get after the passer really well, rushing from the interior or off on the edge a little bit as well. Tack McKinley, former first-round pick of the Atlanta Falcons, will now be their third-edge rusher um, you know, behind Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. So I think they're really just, they again, you talk about depth. They, they, they made it so that if they do lose some guys from this defense, it sounds like Clowney is a little bit dinged up right now, it's not catastrophic, and they're not turning to a guy they don't trust. Um, there will be growing pains, but I think this defense will take a big step, and I'm with you. I have them making the AFC Championship game uh, this season as well. He's our guy, Brad Spielberger, pro football focus, and he checks a lot of boxes on this show, uh, former Viking legal department, so you and I, the, I'm the diehard Viking fan. Uh, Tulane Law, so my brother got his MBA down in New Orleans. My nephew went to Tulane. You're a Vandy alum, so our boy Jay Lou will be happy. You're part of the Vandy boys, so you are... Uh, checking every box here. Let me ask you this. Um, game you're looking forward to the most this year. I, I, I'm not, uh, I think this is going to be one of the most compelling things. When, when Brady returns to New, or- to, uh, New England, I think that's week, uh, um, four or five? Boy, I think it is four. Yes. Okay. So Brady goes back. So Brady versus Belichick in week four, Sunday night football. Any chance in your mind that Belichick turns the tide here and wins that one? I do think it's possible. You guys are right. It's week four, Sunday night. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but I do. I think that's what, you know, Bill Belichick has probably had that date circled on his calendar for months at this point. Um, Yes, he's preparing for weeks one through three. And yes, he's getting rookie quarterback Mac Jones up to speed. But they completely overhauled that defense. And yes, the Bucs offense is, is a juggernaut. Should be even better this year with a full offseason with Antonio Brown. But that's what Bill Belichick does. I think the loss of Stephon Gilmore at outside corner is a massive loss. Uh, But he brought in so many pieces on that defensive front seven. It's absolutely loaded now. You had Matthew Judon from the Ravens. Josh Ucci, a a second-round pick from last year, apparently had a phenomenal camp. He's taking strides. 
you had Christian Barmore from Alabama in the early second round this year, that interior defensive lineman. So I think they're going to stress getting after Tom Brady and making Tom Brady as uncomfortable as humanly possible in the pocket, um, and maybe they can pull off the upset. Are you concerned at all about kind of the emotional stuff up in Green Bay? And what I mean by that is, you know, the Roger stuff hanging over their head for the entire year. Devontae Adams comes out yesterday and, you know, pretty much puts the contract stuff to bed. You think that's going to affect them at all? Or do you just think they're so good that they'll just kind of roll out and ball out? You know, they are phenomenal across the roster, um, you know, particularly on offense. And, and Rodgers is obviously still playing hungry. Um, Devontae Adams entering a contract year. And at this point, you know, it sounds like you know, he came out yesterday and said there's no chance he gets extended before, you know, the games this weekend. So, you know, you have a lot of guys that are highly motivated. Um, you know, I think Zadarius Smith is highly motivated. He's injured, but, um, you know, on the edge, also entering a contract year, you know, looking for that next payday. So it is a, a delicate balance, though, because there's also the potential where, Let's say they lose a couple games early in the season, have a couple tough losses. It might snowball, and guys might start to get a little bit negative, and they might start thinking about themselves more than the team, and they may not care as much about the future of the team if they don't see themselves as a part of it. So I would say that you know this is kind of a cop-out answer, but if things are going along and chugging along as they have the last two seasons of Green Bay, I foresee zero issues. Um, it's a matter of if things do go south, can they keep guys engaged, keep them focused, uh, and kind of, you know, make a late-season push like we've seen Aaron Rodgers do in years past when they've had got off to slow starts. Can they once again bounce back will be my question. Of the 12 teams that have never won a Super Bowl, I think it's 12, um, probably only four or five of them could actually challenge this year to end that drought. Uh, Buffalo, Cleveland, potentially Tennessee. Uh, Arizona could be, you know, make some noise. The Chargers. Um, are you in the, are you in Buffalo's camp as far as like a team that might actually be able to get there and, and, and get her done? The, the Buffalo Bills, crazy or not, are, are my Super Bowl champion choice. So yeah, I have the Bills beating the Bucks in this year's Super Bowl. So yeah, like you said, one of the eight teams never won one. They obviously famously lost four in a row. Um, and I, and I think they finally, uh, rectify that this, this year. Real quick question on the NFC East. I like Washington, but look, I understand that they have Ryan Fitzpatrick as their quarterback, and that can be a ride. When you look at Washington and Dallas, do you think that Washington is a team that has enough to be the champion in the NFC East? I do. I think it is those two teams kind of in a class of their own. I really have not bought much of what the Giants did this offseason. Signed a bunch of players, but... It doesn't sound like things are really changing with that offensive line at all, and Daniel Jones doesn't seem to be kind of breaking out entering his third year like you'd hope. Um, so I do think it's those two teams in a class of their own, but I think if Dallas and this offense stays healthy, and then if Dan Quinn, former Atlanta Falcons head coach, now their defensive coordinator, the thing about their defense is it was so bad last year that if they have an average defense, let's say they have the you know, 20th-ranked defense, however you want to break it down, that will be a significant, significant leap for them um, in terms of wins and losses. So it's the Cowboys' division to lose, I'll say. Uh, but Washington is every bit, you know, they're in the mix here. Their defense has the potential to be the best defense in the NFL. And I think, yes, Fitzmagic is a journey, and there's some Fitztragic mixed in with the, with the Fitzmagic. But he is so much better than an injured Alex Smith and the guys they trotted out last year. You have a strong offensive line. You bring in Curtis Samuel. I think the offense could take a step there and get them right back in the playoffs. Good stuff with Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Thanks for jumping on, Brad. Enjoy the season. We'll get you back soon. Sounds great. Enjoy. Good stuff. He was on the Brian Heating Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Yeah, I mean, it's 
you know, Rodgers' last dance in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You've got, but but that Buffalo team, if their defense hey man. can come around. If their defense turns yeah. up, the league's got problems because their offense is going to be up and down that field with points because Josh Allen, what he showed me last year, I'll buy it. I don't know if it's going to be to that level, but I think he'll be pretty close to that, and uh, that's going to be a fun offense all year. Um, a first-round fantasy draft pick in every draft mm. is optimistic about getting on the field this weekend. We'll tell you who that is and what team that's next in the drill. Rothman and Ice on the fan. The only radio show Ryan Day listens to when we're holding him hostage, making him listen to a radio show. The Buckeye Show. Weeknights at 6. The Fan. It's time for the NFL 2-Minute Drill. Sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. Stop snoring and start sleeping now. Visit sleepbettercolumbus.com today. NFL two-minute drill. Uh, Pro Football Focus reporting the Chargers are playing half full with Austin Eckler, that he will actually be ready for the opener against the WFT. Okay. And that hammy. So he was a did-not-practice dude yesterday, or today, and everyone was like, "Uh uh-oh. Like, because he's going to be big in fantasy. I think he was DMP yesterday and working on the side in individuals today, but I could be wrong. But but he was DMP today. Oh wow! No, I don't. I don't think he did anything other than what you said. Maybe just over there on Work the side. Work on the side. Yeah. yeah. Speak amongst yourselves. And the Chargers have certainly a very weird, unsettled backfield behind him. Yeah. Not a lot of guys are even being drafted. Joshua Kelly, Justin Jackson. We've heard those names, right? Larry Roundtree. Yeah. It's scary because you're right, man. This is going to be such a weapon, you know, for them and for a lot of people in their fantasy leagues. Like Yatiz took him in the first round. So in those PPR leagues, that's absolutely going to be valuable. But yeah, like he, he's been a guy to where like this has only been the only question I've had is can he stay healthy every year? Because when he's out there, he's an explosive running back that can take it to the house in the blink of an eye. Uh, so hopefully he can get out there. But they got to be careful in this game because this defense is, is for real. And they need him uh, long term because those other guys you mentioned, Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson, we've talked about them. Who's the, number two? The la- Right. We don't know. And that's right. always been the question the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, it's such a major factor for them to have that balance with those wide receivers they have on the outside. Ravens coach John Harbaugh said there is a chance, Lloyd Christmas, that Le'Veon Bell, mm. Le'Veon a prayer. Mm is promoted to the active roster ahead of the game against the Raiders. We'll see if Gros, Groport's finest can contribute mm. in some form or fashion. Practice but, yesterday. Yeah, he's out there. Rocking number 17, which is pretty strange. But, yeah, I, look, we, we got hype about Le'Veon last year mm-hmm. going to Kansas City, and nothing came of it at all. So we'll see. I know he's through the roof when it comes to motivation and all that stuff, and there's a chance that this could turn into something. I just don't think we'll be talking about him week in, week out as a major fact. What's interesting to me, and I know he's a name brand, but you guys signed Trenton Cannon. Who? Exactly. He's a special teams running back uh, from the old Hampton Roads, I believe, uh, from Virginia State. And he actually was activated, I see here, before Le'Veon. Yeah, I'm not reading too much into either one of these dudes. It's going to be the Gus show. It's going to be Tyson Williams. Those Tyson. are going to be the, yeah. Those are going to be the dudes that get Tyson. the bulk of the work. Ty so. apostrophe S O N with a capital S. Yeah, it's strong. I like that. 
I do like that. Uh, I saw this coming out of Tennessee yeah. for A.J. Brown owners. He did return to yeah. practice today. So that's going to be it. Week in and week out. He'll probably miss a couple of days of practice, but he gutted it out last year. Have to imagine that's going to be the case uh, again this year. He's a maintenance man. He's going to yeah. get maintenance all year right. long. Right. And there, was, I had no doubt he was going to play in this one. He's got a great matchup against the Cardinals. And they're going to be putting up points. I just hope they're doing it with D. Henry. Oh, he's a monster. Well, he let's keep it going. Just then let's feed him. Yeah, he, oh, he's getting Seymour. the rock. He's getting the rock. By the way, love yeah. that movie, by the way. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, look, top-selling jerseys, according to Fanatics. Yeah. Did you see this? Your no. top five is one Josh Allen. Second, mm. Lobster Mac and Cheese Mac Jones. <laughs> Tom Brady coming in at three. Don't tell Matt Nagy this, but Justin Fields is coming in at four. He's not going to care. And then Pat Mahomes at number five. So there you go. Mac Jones, tens all over Foxborough. That makes sense. I mean, if you've got one, you're not going to buy another one. So it's always going to be some of the new guys. But uh, it's a a pretty clean Bills jersey with Allen. It's not bad, right? Red, white, and blue, man. I like their all whites. They got the colors. Their uniforms are strong. Their uniforms Uh, are strong. Boy, very strong. Do you have any anybody else on that list? I just got the top five. So I'm thinking yeah. like, I assume Rodgers. I thought Herbert, and I'll tell you why. I'm surprised Ooh. Herbert isn't there, unless they bought him all up last year. The lightning bolts on that powder blue with that number 10 oh, is, oh, man. it's supreme. Oh, man. Yeah, their it's jerseys are clean. Good. Their jerseys are, you know, so fresh and so clean. I've always clean. said, like, I, like, it's weird, like, you're the... Who you like as a kid is hopefully who you stayed with. Yeah. But if I had to leave ever, it's definitely Raiders. That logo, those colors, yeah. silver and black, can't yeah. beat it. San Francisco has always worked for me. I've, I do like San Fran. The Chargers, man. It's, it's I'm with you, big dog. Awesome. Like, it's clean. That, that absolutely... It is a clean look. Hey, I can't wait yeah. for tonight, man. I can't wait for tonight. This is huge for Dak. I mean, right? Just the shoulder, the ankle, everything this dude's been through. Like, what is four yeah. bringing to the table tonight, man? Can't wait. With no Zach Martin. Right. Right. And yeah. let's see it, Zeke. Come yeah. on, big dog. All right. Fun show. Good show as far as we know. <laughs> right. And right. we'll come back tomorrow and preview Ohio State, Oregon on a football Friday. Rothman and Ice on the fan.